are back with another episode. How are you doing this week, Bart? It's been a busy week, and it's only the beginning. <laughs> yes. We got a lot going on, but hey, we got a three-day weekend, and we got some good stuff going on. And yeah. actually... This week we also have a second interview. We're getting yeah. we're getting more and more people are interested in um, being on our show. So this is this is a nice little change for us. Yeah, I mean, get, you know, get a few weeks where we talk about news. Get a few weeks where we talk to people. You know, there's a lot of people out there that like that have the same interests as us. So yeah, it, it's been it's been really really fun. Um, this this week we actually have Artie, who is yeah, Artie Hoffman. Yep, who is a psychic. So we'll uh we'll have him on here in a, in a few minutes and uh we'll see what he has to say. Yeah. Excuse me. Hello. Excuse now me. we got it all worked out. Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. I can't see you. I could just see a picture of your face, but I can't actually see your face face. Yeah, we usually don't do camera. Yeah, I got my camera on, but even mine looks weird. <laughs> All right. Are you able to um, see me? Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. Because I can't see you. I just see a CE or SCE, whatever. <laughs> yeah. The little. Okay. Fine. Okay. Yep, so we're good. we hit on pause and. <laughs> okay. Okay. So thank you for um, coming, Artie. Um, yes. Thank you. Oh, it's my pleasure. We're fairly new at all these interviews. We usually just do stories. So this is going to be um a treat and something a little bit different for all of our listeners oh good 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 hey listen spontaneous works and different is good we try you know it's (laughs) dr seuss said to be outstanding you have to be able to stand out yes yeah i i I actually completely agree with that (laughs) (laughs) so so um based on i watched um i've watched a couple of your live shows on sunday nights and looking through um, some of your biography, could you tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, about how long you've been not only working as a psychic, but just doing shows in general? Well, I've been um, a psychic now uh, for about 27 years. I've uh, been a medium probably for about 20 years. And I've read for over 32,000 people in my life. And... Um, I performed uh, on Fox TV out of Philadelphia, and I've been at the casinos in Atlantic City, and I've done shows there. Um, And it's all been really an interesting trip because I had no intentions on ever being a psychic or a medium growing up. It was the furthest thing from my mind. Um, As a late teen or my early 20s, um, I used to go to a couple of different psychics. You know, I just want to know about my love life and about uh, business, mostly business and stuff. So, and they told me, says, Art, you know, you can do what we do. I says, ah, I don't give a crap about that. I can't see crap and I don't see it. And, you know, I just want to know my future. That's all. Just like everybody else when they come see me. So um, I got a postcard in the mail one time when I was 27. got a postcard in the mail and it said, how would you like to develop your psychic ability and intuitiveness? Come to the Edgar Casey Foundation for this one weekend seminar and um i said oh that looks like fun and i asked my wife who was my wife at the time 
I says, you want to try this? This looks like a lot of fun. She goes, oh, I don't give a crap about that. She goes, you can go if you want. I don't want to go. So I went away for that one weekend, and uh, it literally changed my life forever. And they taught you how to open up your heart and mind to be 100% unconditional. So um, I was floored that I could, you know, there was about 50 of us in this one large room. And we were from all different parts of the country. And I was blown away that I was able to tell people about themselves who I never met before. And um, it was just absolutely amazing. You know, they got you into that spiritual zone where they were playing like beautiful spiritual music. And they were talking to you like getting into meditation to get you in that zone. And then they broke you up into groups. And um, people were telling me how accurate I was. And I was like blown out of the water that I could even do this. You know, I was so excited. So I went home and I got myself a deck of spiritual cards and I was reading for friends and family for the next few years just for the fun of it. You know, nothing to make money or anything. And then, um, yeah, um, all of a sudden uh, I needed extra money in my life. Like, don't we all? But I needed extra money. I'm saying, what can I do? Because I, I got myself in, in, invested in some investments and I needed to come up with some money quick. And so uh, I'm sitting on my couch and I'm thinking, well, what else can I do other than, you know, what I do for a living? And what I do for a living, my other job, which I've had for 36 years, it's a window cleaning power washing business called Peeping Tom's Window Cleaning. So, um, yeah. So anyway, so it's been really, really interesting to say the least. So I threw a NAMDA paper so I said, you know, I know how to do readings. So I threw an ad in the paper, and um, it said, if I don't pull through, no charge. So 90% of the people paid me, and my whole career just took off by, by word of mouth. And then, wow. and then as time went on, when I was reading for one of my clients, they said, Artie, can you talk to dead people? I said, I never tried dead people. Talk to dead people? I said, I don't, I, I don't know. I don't think so, but, you know, if you want me to give it a try. So they gave me a picture of their loved one who passed away, who was their grandmother. And I came up with 12 things right in a row. Ba -ba 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 -boom. And then I realized I was able to communicate to dead people. I didn't even think, figure you're dead, you're dead. I didn't know that. And so uh, it was at that point, from that point on, when I was about 30 years old, when I discovered that I could talk to dead people. But in reality, they're really not dead. You know, when we die, it's not the soul. It, we See, our soul is who we are, not our bodies. We're not of our bodies. Our soul is who we are, and our soul expresses itself using the body that we're in. So once the body, excuse me, once the body retires, once the body dies, then your soul will lift up out of your body and go into a different dimension form, you know, which is known as light, you know, heaven. And so... I communicate to those loved ones who pass away. But like I said, their body's dead because it stopped functioning. But the soul and spirit lives on forever, literally. So, um, yeah, so that's who I communicate to. And uh, so that's the difference between a psychic and a medium. A psychic predicts the past, present, and future. Uh, a, a good psychic will be able to tell you what's going on in your love life or your medical world or your personal life or outcomes or situations. Uh, a lot of times a psychic is very good at just describing what is in the moment, you know, what's going on. Um, and then a medium is someone who does communicate with angels and communicates with loved ones who have passed away. I happen to do both. I don't do astrology. I have nothing against astrology. I appreciate astrology. It's just, it's a very 
foreign language to me as far as there's so many details you have to remember and have to know when you're doing astrology. So it literally, astrology lays out a map of someone's life. And, uh, you know, when you give them your birth chart, meaning your birth date and where you were born and the time you were born, and then it usually spells out your life, you know, what you went through and where you're going. That's what astrology does. You know, a palm reader, which is what I don't do, they say, oh, do you read palms? And they'll show me their hands. I said, you know, I, I just joke around and I'll like either shake their hand or, or just like, you know, do something silly with their hand when they give me their hand. I don't read palms either. What I do is I hold people's hands and I close my eyes and then I feel what I feel. And sometimes I'll, I'll just, I could also hold on to their jewelry or hold on to their keys or something. And when I hold on to that, you know, I, um, I pick off their energy and I just start seeing visions. I start seeing things. And so that's one way that I do it. But a palm reader is somebody who could read the lines within your hand. And that also has a map. And um, I was very impressed with uh, a friend of mine who she says she knows how to read palms. She goes, I'm not psychic at all. I just read palms. I could just know what's what's what. And she saw that I was married. She says, Artie, she said, it says here in your hand, you were married three times and you were divorced three times. (laughs) And I said, you're right. You know, and um, she says, well, you're going to get married a fourth time. (laughs) I said, "Okay," you know. And then I said to her, and may the fourth be with me. <laughs> so, I imagine so much- it's I imagine it's sort of like if each each different thing is basically just a map, and depending on how you read it, it's just how you read each different map. Yeah, everybody. It, yeah, it's a different perception of how to read into your life, you know. And so I also use a pendulum. So I use spiritual cards. I use my intuitiveness. There are times where uh, um, I'll start reading for somebody and I'll start hearing songs in my head. Whatever that song is about, that's what's going on with the person. So I'll give you an example. I was doing a reading for this one lady and her name is Vivian. And towards the end of her reading, she says, Art, what do you see for my relationship? And uh, in that moment, I started hearing the song by Stevie Wonder. That's me and you, a part-time lover. And I said, I believe he's cheating on you. And she goes, I think you're right. I said, I know I'm right. Because that was the very first time I ever heard a song out of left field come into my brain during a reading. And it happened to be about, you know, we are undercover, passion on the run. So it's all about being promiscuous, that song. So... When she asked me about it, I said, that's what's happening. So, you know, I, and I, I was right. I was right. You know, uh, there are women who have come to me and asked me, Artie, is my husband cheating on me? Or what do you see? And I tell them the details of what's going on behind the scenes. And I've had husbands and boyfriends call me up afterwards, you know, threatening me. And, but I was right. They go, you're wrong. And, and you know, you're, you're totally wrong. And, and I don't know why you're telling my wife that or why are you telling my girlfriend that. You are so wrong, and if you give her more crap, I'm going to come after you. Blah, blah, blah. But they were just blowing smoke. But I was 100% right. And, um, you know, I, I won't drop bad news on people if they don't ask. So, in other words, if we're doing a reading, I, I never tell people when they're going to die. I, I don't, there's no positive purpose to it at all. So, the only time I'll mention when someone's going to, when someone's going to die is if, Someone's already on their deathbed and you need to prepare yourself 
So is it a week? Is it two weeks? Is it a month or two months? There's a difference when you are terminally ill and when you're just living a normal life. Anybody, if you ever go to a reader and anybody who is arrogant enough to tell you when you're going to die, just walk out. If somebody tells you that somebody put a curse on you and that's why your love life sucks or that's why you're having financial problems, just walk out. Because the only person who put a curse on you was the person who said somebody put a curse on you. Because what's happening is that person is planting a seed in your brain. And if you start believing in what they're telling you, you could create this to become a self-fulfilling prophecy. And that's why, whether I'm right on the money or, or even if I wasn't on the money, but just by me telling somebody, oh, I see you're living to 52, you know, in the month of February, March. You know, so even though you might be 28 or 36 or whatever, subconsciously, you're always going to remember that. And you could create this to become a self-fulfilling prophecy. So there are people who have come to me and says, hey, Artie, and they come to me literally crying. Artie, I need to ask you a question. I go, go ahead. Shoot, you can ask me anything. Am I going to die next year? And a few people said this. I go, why are you asking me that? Are you going to die next year? Because I was told by the psychic that when I'm at this age, yada, 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 whatever it was, that I was going to die. And I said, I got news for you. Not only are you not going to die, I said, you got about, you know, another 20, 30 years ahead of you, at least. Really? Yeah. What I did was I lift, I lift the energy of death over their head, away from their head. And now I rewired their way of thinking. So now they're not killing themselves literally so it's very narcissistic and it's very mean for anybody to tell anybody when they're going to die I said, people have asked me oh Marty, how long do you see me living i said i'm not even going there i says it doesn't serve a purpose i will i will share with you one of the most powerful stories i'm going to share with you a couple of really cool stories i have thousands of stories i mean literally i mean the stories just keep on coming big time so a girl walks into my place and she said to me you know, she was coming in for a reading. She said to me, she goes, Art, she goes, I've been thinking about you every single day for the last two years. And I said, I was flattered. I mean, I wasn't attracted to her in that way, but I was flattered. And I said, all right. So I said, so why were you thinking about me for the last two years? She said, because you told me, she goes, I, I saw you here two years ago. And I sat in this kitchen chair right here and you held my hand and the First time, you, well, as soon as you held my hand, you started hearing the song by ACDC. You started singing the song, Highway to Hell, I'm going to Highway to Hell. And you looked at me and you told me that if I don't stop doing what I'm doing, I'm going to get caught real soon and I'm going to go to jail. She goes, well, after that reading, a week later, I didn't listen to what you had to say. And I got caught at doing something I should not have been doing. I ended up in jail for two years. And so every day when I woke up, I asked myself, why didn't I listen to Artie? Why didn't I listen to Artie? So do I have the ability to help people make healthier decisions? The answer is yes. Uh, it doesn't mean just because I gave you the answer doesn't mean you're going to abide by it. That's your free will and choice. There was another time where it's my, uh, 32, I, I told you I've read for over 32,000 people in my career, and that's not an exaggeration. So I... Um, this, this guy calls me up. This guy calls me up. And he's really upset, very depressed. Uh, he's probably in his early 60s, late 50s, early 60s. And he said to me, this happened a few years ago. 
he said to me, he goes, Art, I feel really down and out. I'm really depressed. He goes, I, I really need some solid answers. Can you help me out? I said, sure. People call me their psychic therapist. And, you know, even though I never went to college, I'm just as good as any therapist out there. And, um, you know, it's really cool being I didn't go to college. And I, I sucked at school, you know, but I learned my psychic ability and, and I learned to pay attention to my gut instincts. And uh, the angels give me the answers, and I tell people answers about their life, emotionally, physically, medically, love life, financial, business advice, everything, everything. So, and and other psychics and other uh, therapists do come see me for sessions, and I help them out. And uh, so if I'm good enough for my own peers, then that says something besides reading for as many people as I did. So this guy walks into my place. And, um, you know, I, I knew he was very upset and depressed. Well, a lot of people are, but this guy was really bad. So I said, sure, come on in. So he comes into my place. And I started explaining to him the meaning of life and how God operates, how life works. And I started to explain to him about his perception of his own life. And I helped rewire his way of thinking so that he could be in a more happier place. So he's emotionally happy. And I gave him back his power, his happiness, and his confidence. Because I helped him relook at his life and life itself from a healthier, happier, different perspective. And after his, and he hardly said a word. And I was just talking in conversation. You know, you would think I was more like Dr. Phil rather than a psychic. But without him saying anything, I knew all the right, the angels were telling me the topics to talk about and all the right things to say. So that's known as blind faith. So after his session was over, he gave me a great big hug and he was in tears and he was looking at me with such serenity and appreciation and gratefulness. And he said to me, he goes, Art, he goes, you're a lifesaver. You saved my life. I said, oh, that's cool. That's nice. Now, a lot of people say it as a figure of speech. You're, you're a lifesaver. So he goes, no, you really did save my life. He goes, I was going to kill myself. He goes, I wrote myself a suicide note. He goes, I wrote a suicide letter, and I was going to kill myself tomorrow. He, says, he said, because of you, he says, I don't want to do that anymore. He goes, I'm going to rip up the letter because I want to live. That was the best reading. I've, I've had a lot of powerful, powerful, beautiful readings, but... You know, when you could say, literally save someone's life in one hour and, um, you know, the angels give me all the answers. You know, a lot of times people will give me the credit for, Marty, you were right about this, you were right about that, you know, whatever, whatever. But it's the spiritual world that gives me all the answers. It's the angels that give me all the answers. You're just reading what you're being given. <laughs> yeah, I'm a channeler. And so I'm just receiving the messages. And so it's just like the movie Ghost. I'm the Whoopi Goldberg, and the spiritual world is Patrick Swayze. So Patrick, so the reason why Whoopi Goldberg knew everything of what she knew within the movie is because Patrick Swayze was telling her everything. She didn't know it because she knew it, but it seems like she's the one who knew it, but she didn't, only because she was told the information. And I told everybody, you know, I told people who asked me about, you know, how I, how I got to be the way I am. And I say... It's a lot like high school, junior high and high school. If my friends weren't giving me the answers, I wasn't passing the test. If the angels are not giving me the answers or the Holy Spirit is not giving me the answers, I'm not passing the test, you know. But because I give people a lot of the right answers, people come back 
people refer me, you know, I'm asked to do shows and all kinds of stuff. So I never thought I always wanted to, I always dreamed about it, but I never thought I'd be in a position without going to college to be an all out therapist. And, uh, yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. So, um, I'm, I feel very blessed. I'm not better than anybody else. You know, a lot of people say, oh, Artie, you're so lucky God speaks to you or the angels speak to you in such a way where, you know, you're able to help out people. You're so lucky. And it's not that I'm better than anybody else. And it's not that God only speaks to me or people like me. God and the angels speak to everybody. It's just who chooses to listen. So, you know, when people say when you talk to God, they call it prayer. If God talks to you, they call it schizophrenia. <laughs> um, going back to, like, um, we were talking about the songs before. Have you ever gotten, like, ever heard a song as you were doing a reading that you couldn't place, like, what it was trying to tell you? Um, no, I'll hear a song in my head, but I don't know all the words. I Like, I'm picking up the tune, and I'll say, you know what? You need to listen to that song. I, I said... You know, I'll, I'll either get the song, I'll get like a few words that were represented. I said, you need to YouTube it or Google it, this song. Um, and then that's what's going on with, with that person. So, so when I hear songs in my head, I usually know what they're talking about because the angels know what songs I like or what means what. But every once in a while, they'll throw me a song that I've never heard before or that I vaguely know. But we'll YouTube and I go, there's a message within this song. It has to do with you or what you're going through. I said, you got to pay attention to it, you know? So I also see, see things in, in uh, pictures. So right now, assuming that you're not in your bedroom, but if you were to picture what your bedroom looks like, that's how I see. If you get, if you, in your thoughts, start to think about you getting ready for the show, the video image you have in your show, that's how I see also. The angels will show me answers in video form. So I see it in picture form, video form. I'll hear voices in my head and they send me songs. I love when they send me songs because every Sunday night, 8 p.m. Eastern time, um, I do a free hour of psychic reading for the public where I connect to people's loved ones and I tell people about their future and everything. So it's called Angels and Answers. Angels and Answers, Facebook Live. And it's an international show. People see it from around the world. And I read for people's, um, you know, their their livelihood, their lives, their personal life. I connect to their loved ones, talk about their love life, their business, or whatever you want to talk about. You know, you ask me one question, one question only. But there, I get hundreds and hundreds of questions. So it's literally like a lottery if I pick your name. So, um, But it's, it's cool. It really, you know, it's a win-win situation. I enjoy entertaining in front of the camera doing that. And the people are filled with lots of information. And a lot of times people will hire me to do parties. I call them arty parties. And, um, you know, I'll read for their friends and family when they call me up to set up at a, an appointment. You know, I'll go to their house and read for their friends or family. And, and uh, yeah, it's usually a really, really good time, too. So I do it two ways. Either A, everyone's in the same room. I read the people while everyone else is listening. Or B, I could do individual readings, whereas, you know, there's a group of people are in the living room or dining room, and, like, I'm in the other room, in the bedroom or the basement, usually, and I'm reading for their friends or family members one at a time. 
And they usually read for them either anywhere from 15 minutes to a half hour, depending how much they want to spend. So it's really cool gig. I feel very, very blessed. And um, yeah, so it's really good. So like I said, I'm, I feel very grateful that I do what I do for a living. And, you know, people ask me, Art, when do you see yourself retiring? And my answer is when I can, can't speak anymore or when I'm in my box. But, you know, it's, I can't imagine myself ever stop doing what I'm doing. You know, and, and it's a blessing. It really is. It's it's fun. It's healing. So there's a lot of people who will say, hey, Artie, you know, I, what you do for a living is like, like, that's negative work. That's devil's work. It's against my Bible. It's against my religion. It's against God. I said, no, it's not. It might be against your Bible or religion. I said, it's not against God. I said, God's the one who helps me with all the answers. That's where I get it from. It's all what your intentions are behind your actions is what makes something right or wrong. So if you have the best intentions through your actions to get things done, then that's the right thing to do. But if you're doing the same actions as someone else, but you're trying to manipulate people or take advantage of people, then it's not right. So it makes no difference. you know. Well, have you ever been compelled to give somebody a reading that didn't necessarily come to you for a reading? What do you mean? Like, say you go to the grocery store and you just sense something with someone that you just you that's had to speak to them. Next to never, next to never, because I don't care. I honestly, I don't care. I mean, I, I, I'm in the public, so I, I have my protection. You know, see a perfect stranger. The reason why I say I don't care, it's for my own protective mechanism, because there are people that are on 24-7. Now, if my energy was open, if my antennas were up 24-7, then... I'm taking on everyone else's emotional garbage, and then I'm going to deal with depression. People who are open 24-7 emotionally, spiritually, they usually suffer from depression. So the people who want to reach me for a reading, then I'll open it up. But my antennas are always off when I'm out in public, and that's a form of my protection so that I'm not being bombarded by anybody else. Once in a great blue moon, if I see somebody and if I feel like I want to meet that person— I'll just go up to them playfully and say, oh, you know, I see this, I see that. You know, playfully, I'll, I'll start a conversation with them if the, if the situation calls for it. But when I'm out in public, it's not like I'm, bounce, I'm getting, like, um, you know, relatives and friends who passed away and they're coming up to me and you've got to tell them it. No, no, they never bother me, ever, ever bother me because – the spiritual world knows what my intentions are and what's what. But like I said, when I want to turn it on on the dime, they're there for me. So, um, But I say that all lovingly, and I don't mean to say, like, when I say I don't care, it's like, I mean, I care, but I don't care. You know, it's like the world. I don't listen to the news at all. I don't listen to any of the news. It's all bullcrap. It's mostly bullcrap, not all bullcrap, mostly bullcrap. So I don't want to listen to negative news. So like I said, I don't care. Like I care about the overall well-being of people, but I don't give a crap about, you know, everything else where I have no control over. I have no control over what's going on in California or India or China. But already this has an effect on you. Yeah. And what can I do about it? And what can you do? You know how I help? I help individuals around me. I help individuals on my corner in the way that I can help out. But to stress out about life circumstances you know, and I do make my donations every month. I do care in that way also. I mean, I donate to about five, anywhere from five to seven or eight, don you know, 
different donations, like the Make-A-Wish, St. Jude, you know, all kinds of food pantries, the Seeing Eye Dogs, um, Special Olympics. You know, I do donate all the time. I think it's very important to share yourself with, with the public and other people. That's very important. But one of the biggest problems that people have is that they end up sharing too much of themselves with their friends and family, and they end up allowing themselves to get depleted. So whether it be emotionally or financially, they give so much of themselves that they put themselves behind the eight ball, and now they're in the same crap that, they, that they're in with the people that they're trying to help. Because now you're making their problems your problems, and then you're making their karma your karma, and you're wallowing it. You say, well, I'm just trying to be a nice person. Well, you know. If you dance with the if you dance with a den of snakes or you or you go swimming in a in a lake of alligators, you're going to get bit. It's not that they have anything against you. It's just <laughs> that's what they do. If you walk around New York, uh, New York Bronx, you know Bronx of New York, in the middle of the night, flashing off gold jewelry, you pretty much are going to get robbed or or um, mistreated or raped or or killed or whatever because of your jewelry. You're flashing your stuff. It's not that they hate you. They don't even know you. But you put yourself in the element to get hurt. You're going to get hurt. You put yourself in the element. To, you know, you help out other people where it's not going to ruin the quality of your life, emotionally, financially, physically. You don't put yourself in that position because then you're not good to anyone else or to yourself. So you have to know. So that's probably one of the biggest things that people have to um, learn about life is boundaries. People will respect you as much as you respect yourself. And I always say, and I strongly believe in this saying, the love and respect that I give to other people is the love and respect that I deserve, you know? And so I make no bones about it, you know? And I'm playful and loving and giving to everybody. I really am. And that's, that's just the way I am. People who know me, you know, if they have one word to describe me, other than being helpful, it's probably the word funny. Because I like to joke around a lot. You know, I like to make people happy and laugh. And that's what I love to do. So, you know, and like I said, I feel very blessed. And, and um, I was also blessed to be around the family and a lot of family members who I thought were incredibly funny. So I always like to laugh and, and, you know, a lot of funny jokes. You know, I always wanted to grow up to be like my Uncle Louie because he was like just the funniest man. His energy, just to be in his company, he didn't even have to say anything. Just to be in his company, I was, like, so happy. So, and I think I did a pretty good job, you know, uh, mimicking my Uncle Louie. He was just a great guy, and um, and he cared about people and stuff, and he was funny as hell and all. So, yeah, so like I said, I feel very blessed. And um, if you want to have more confidence within your life, follow your gut instincts and do what you feel is right. And, and your decision might not be the popular decision, but... It's the right decision, you know, and if you're hanging around with people who are not willing to compromise, like if there's an argument or a disagreement, if they're not willing to see things from your point of view, they're only looking at things from their point of view and they're not willing to compromise with you, then you need to cut that relationship out. And if you allow that type of person or that type of situation still in your life, it's not just their fault. It's your fault, too, for allowing this relationship to still continue. You have to honor yourself. The only time you'll get respect from other people is when you respect yourself. But too many people, they go after because they just want to be liked and approved. And they always say that if you're chasing after other people's approval, that means you're not approving yourself. But I'd rather you respect me than to like me. 
my goal is to have both, and I usually do get both. But if you want to be more confident or happier within yourself, then make sure that the people who you surround yourself with are the kind that respect you and the ones who downgrade you or don't respect you, then you got to let them go. You got to let them go out of your life. Well, you don't have to, but you're going to be living a living hell. So it's all about respecting yourself. That's what I would do if I was president. Well, I do. I will. I do. Got to say that, that it, everything you just said that's literally that struck my heart right there. <laughs> I've been dealing with a lot of stuff over the last year that that applies to. Yeah, there's a reason why I say what I say. I say something different with with each uh, show, with each program that I do. You know, and you know, if anybody wants to contact me for uh, a private reading, whether it be in person or over the phone, I'm in Woodbridge, New Jersey. And I'm just as accurate over the phone as I am in person. Uh, my number is 732-778-7173. And I'll say it one more time. 732-778-7173. And, or you could email me at artiehoffman at gmail or go to my website, artiehoffman.com. I got a lot, a lot of really cool little videos and uh, that explains about life, like little five-minute blurb of videos that I think uh, – most people, I get nice reviews from them. Um, also, I do my Facebook Live show every Sunday night, 8 p.m. Eastern time, and I read people for free, and that's called Angels and Answers, Facebook Live. So, um, and that's a blast. And I have a book called Angels and Answers, and that you can get on Amazon.com, and explains about life in such a, in such a big way and very detailed, but I explain it in a very simplistic way so that a lot of people could understand how life is supposed to be. You are literally going to think, I wrote that book just for you. For everyone who's listening, you're going to have a lot of aha moments say, yeah, this does make sense. This does make sense. I would probably say one of the greatest gifts that I have is to be able to take people's emotions and put words to it. People feel these feelings or feel these emotions and they don't know how to describe it or how to deal with it. So I would probably say that's probably one of my uh, biggest gifts or blessings other than making people laugh is, um, is to help people identify within themselves with God, with other people. So I would probably say the most <laughs> loving spiritual thing, religious thing that you could possibly do more than anything else. And it ranks right up there with prayer more than prayer. Sometimes is treating yourself, and treating your fellow man with kindness and respect. And um, that's the most beautiful thing that you could do. When you're attacking other people, you're also attacking yourself. When you're helping out other people, you're investing in your own soul. But again, there's boundaries. So honor yourself, respect yourself, and love yourself. And you're going to have a happy life. Trick is just keep it simple. So a lot of times people want what they want. And it's great. You can have what you say you want. But if you say you got what you want, but it's not the quality of what you want, then you need to reevaluate. Do I really want this? It's like having a car that you really love, but if the engine's a piece of crap, then what the hell? You might be able to get that person in your life that you always had a crush on, but it doesn't mean that they're going to be the kind of quality person that you personally appreciate. You know, when you're in a relationship, one of the biggest problems that people have is uh, you know I mean there are relationships where everyone gets along perfectly God bless you but um, 
where problems come in with all kinds of relationships is that you're not accepting the other person for who they are. You want them to be how you want them to be. So you need to let go of your expectations. Once you accept the person for who they are, you can personally adjust yourself on how to deal with that person or even if you want to deal with them at all. So if somebody is disrespecting you or whatnot and you choose to let them go because they're just not appreciating you or, or, or appreciating you for who you are or respecting you in the way that you want to be respected, then let them go, forgive them. But when you forgive them, you have to forgive yourself too because you've allowed yourself to be to accept that for so many years. I have bull crap for so many years because that's what you thought of yourself. You had worthiness issues. So now that I feel really highly about myself, I don't have to take crap if I don't want to. I mean, you'll take some of it. You'll take a little bit from certain people, but every relationship holds its own merit as far as what's cool and what's not cool, you know? So that's that. That's that. But fortunately, I got to get going now. All right. That's fine. Yep. Well, thank you. Thank you, Artie, for joining us tonight for the show. Oh, yes, it's my you. pleasure. It was my pleasure. Thank you for having me. It's been a blast. So I hope I was able to help you and all your listeners out. Absolutely. But like I said, if you want some really detailed answers about your life to get to get past certain blocks or if you want to communicate to a loved one and you're really hurting and you need answers, you need closure, you can give me a call and uh, we could set up an appointment. I'll explain to you what my rates are and check out my book. And every single morning, every single morning, I have new inspirational messages that I write. And I have wonderful assistants that create beautiful artwork to my words. And I start off on my Instagram, Artie Hoffman. I have the hottest psychic, uh, also Instagram. And I have, have my website, again, Artie Hoffman. Um, and there's beautiful thoughts and messages on there every day to start off your day. And just share it, like it, love it. And you'll see, you're really going to appreciate a lot of what's being said. So I'm amazed by some of the stuff that I write because it's like I'm in meditation. I get these beautiful thoughts, and I'm like, wow, that was amazing. So, again, it was a pleasure sharing time with you girls, and, uh, and I wish you, uh, you girls and everyone else who's listening all the best. And from my mouth to God's ears, may God bless all of you with lots of love, health, happiness, prosperity, serenity, and balance. God bless you all. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, thank you. All right. Take care. Take Bye. care. Bye. Okay. So that was Artie. Um, yeah, we've been having some fun bringing in some um, interviews. And if you guys are interested, you know, contact us on uh, Facebook, Twitter. Um, we've got some other people that's been interested in possible interviews coming into the future. So this is pretty, pretty, pretty fun. Pretty good. It is. I definitely, the, the, the whole interview with Artie. He he was very much. I feel like just seeing his Sunday night show, even if you don't care about getting a reading, it's just a fun show to watch him. You know, sit there and talk to people and have fun. The couple shows that I got to see of his, so it's definitely he's definitely one of a kind. <laughs> yeah, it was it was good stuff. Um, but yeah, you can get a hold of us um, at tftd uh, podcast at gmail dot com. Uh, we are with Weeby Geeks, uh, Podcast Collective, uh, 
Tangibaum. Uh, we still have some merch and working on some new designs, some new stuff. So yeah. Um, so anything else before we close out, Bart? No, I think that's about it. Okay, so everybody stay safe. Um, as we say, keep your eyes sky or the ground, and we will see you guys next time around. Bye. Bye. Bye.